Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. But you know what it is right now? And I, I, was, I was away last week, Bart. And I feel like at this point of the show over the last week, there had to have been something lacking. Can you tell me if it felt the same? Did it hit the same way? I'm even asking those listening. Did it hit the same, this point of the show last week? Did it? Yeah. Man, he almost broke the bell. What? He almost the broke bell my fell. Gong? The, the, the gong came off. Grasso almost broke my gong. He I've already heard that he's coming to our studio and like, what is all this with you know of all our toys and everything? Yeah, you know, he apparently he doesn't like our Lego guys. He doesn't like uh, the gong. Well, he's a visitor, so nobody cares. Heard, I don't know. Heard, about- heard he was. I just heard he was like kind of sliding our setup. Like they're not on TV anymore. Yeah. Why do they got all this stuff? Because we got it. That's why. We're, we're foreshadowing. So when we get on TV, it's already Well, I mean, set. we're eventually going to be on some yeah. type of television. He hit the gong so damn hard. Like, you can tell he had a lot of pent-up frustration. He's and he had, he had extra strength in his forearms, like Pipe Out of Cellar Man, because he'd been, <laughs> he'd been getting, he'd get plenty of forearm exercise, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm he broke it. He broke it, man. It fell on the ground. Broke the, he better not broke the ground. If he no, we, broke the gun, no, we, no, we fi- no, we, no, 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 show beef Ray, already. No, Ray, Ray came in and fixed it, but and then we let him do the power hour one day. And, what? Yeah. yeah. How did that sound, Dina? Do we have, do we have Gross's version of the power hour by any chance? Currently, no. I can no. grab that though. No, let's, let's see. We got to judge that. But while we're at it, it's hour number three. We are back and better than ever. Yes. And when it's hour number three and it's Barton Hahn, what's that mean? That means it's the power hour, 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 hour. The band's back together. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I, yeah. But, you know, we got through it. He was a good teammate. I heard. So, so Laurie on Twitter said that um, the show was a disaster because you guys were talking <laughs> about cheese. We were talking about cheese. You were talking about cheese. I don't know. You know. You know. Sometimes I take the show off the road. Yeah, but still, cheese. What are we doing? Were we talking about cheese, or were we talking about cheese in the sense of money? Uh, I I don't know. That's I mean, a good you, question. To, Not sure. To, to ask me what the hell I was talking about is <laughs> yesterday <laughs> or something else. Talk about cheese. How about this? So while this is a big week for the Knicks, rivalry week, right? You got big games. You got the Celtics tonight. No Jalen Brown, but you have the Celtics tonight at the Garden. The real garden, by the way, if you're wondering. Uh, Wednesday is against <laughs> oh, the Nets, right? And I never paid attention to that, but we'll come what? back to that. I never okay. paid attention that both places were called the garden. Yes, Boston now, Garden, Madison Square Garden, yes. Was it and a little slight, like little brother, big brother, because they come in like the most famous arena and then they like, you know, the most winning arena. You know what I mean? Why little you shade like right there. I'm, Why no, you I'm, say I'm, the most winning arena? Huh? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wonder if they named theirs the garden. Because they wanted to like no the spike arena was always like like Boston Garden was always called Boston Garden it was just yeah. always called that Madison Square Garden was always called Madison Square Garden 
um, the both teams came into the league at the same exact time. They did. They uh, were they, they're two original franchises. I get that. And and so like it's I don't think there was any like we're going to name it this because you named it that. It just is what it is. Okay. So anyway, okay. that's tonight. Nets on Wednesday. I'm calling that game with Ed Cohen uh, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Looking forward to that. And then at the Heat, another rivalry game on Friday. And then back against the Celtics at the Utter Garden on Sunday. And that's on ESPN. So, like, this is a big week. And then after it, you've got the West Coast trip. Now, how about this? So, I'm calling the, I'm calling the game on radio. I got a bunch of games this month. I got a couple of radios. And I had a bunch of TV games. But TNT came in and took away the Sacramento Kings game. That was supposed to be the first game of the trip that I was supposed to go. I'm going on yeah. that trip, but I'm not calling now that game because TNT took it. So uh, you talk about cheese off my taco? Oh. Yeah. I feel yeah. a certain way about this now. And plus you're talking about, you know, the Sacramento Kings. are. People thought they were, you know, I don't think people really know how good they are and what a great job Mike Brown is doing. He is and doing now, of course, with the, re- the, the, the surge – uh, for the Knicks, that becomes must-see television. You know yep. what I mean? Whenever you can get a great matchup that should be good for pushing the game right? and you get to put it on a big platform, like that's like being able to, to cater to the markets that usually don't get catered to. When I'm talking about, you know, Sacramento hasn't been on the big stage since Pager and, Literally. and, and, right. and Turkaloo. Since, since you know Lottie, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. since, since, uh, since Devach yeah. was, you know, ripping darts in the tunnel, you know, watching <laughs> his team play. It's true. But still, I almost now I'm rooting for that game to be a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to go up with Kenny Albert, but I'm still I'm doing the Clipper game next uh, that that's two weeks from now Saturday in L.A. The Laker game is on uh, ABC, I think, and then uh, the Portland game, which uh, Mike Breen and I will be doing that game as well on TV. So I'm looking forward to it. busy month coming up. Bart's got busy, busy month. So we have it. So here's Grassa, who filled in last week with you, Bart, uh, doing the Power Hour. It's the power hour, 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 hour. Oh God! It sounded like somebody shot a cat. What the hell was that? Yeah, he tried. What? He tried it though, so I can a for effort. I mean, that's that. That's like what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At like no that, point. That was rough. Yeah, that was. It sounded like you were. It sounded like he was trying to say it, and you jumped up and strangled him. <laughs> and like, <laughs> he went too like high. That sounded like you were strangling him while he tr- like as if he jumped it. He, he went too high. Like it was you, too high you were supposed to do it, but he like stepped all over. It's it. the power. And then you just hour, here, right here, you grab him by the neck. Like you're, gra- you're like right now, you're strangling him. That's what you're doing. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> See, I heard it real time. I didn't know. <laughs> Yo. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? All right. Meanwhile, <laughs> we got your calls on the Knicks. The Knicks in this big week coming up, the expectations for you on this team. And I'm telling you right now, at this point right now, where they are with this week, we'll know this time next week. So Monday show. We'll know whether or not this team is legit or fugazi. I'm telling you, we will know. Legit or fugazi, that question will be answered next Monday. Fact. All right? 800-919-3776. But we also are looking at baseball as spring training has begun in a much different way. 
We've gotten calls already from people who are like, I don't like the rules. I don't like the changes. That that the game is no longer what it used to be. Mm. And I mean, Bart, I think we're both in agreement that that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be unpopular uh, with certain people, and even amongst our experts, right? You know, we have in players. You you poll. That's the that's the beauty about it. Uh, uh, the type of world we live in. It's always going to be people that's going to disagree, and that's a good thing. But the well, fact that what. baseball is doing, trying to do what's right to preserve the game before it's too late, you know, because usually when stuff happens, it's too late to change it. Mm-hmm. You have to usually it takes three, four years, and you look up like, how did we get here? Like it was indications yeah. and signs all over the place. Yeah, there, there was definitely signs, and all you had to do was just look at the declining popularity of the sport and the frustrations that were being expressed about it and where it was headed. And while, you know, we know that the numbers game, this has always been a numbers game. You know, analytics is not new to the sport, but what happens is, is that sometimes they go too far and the shift enters into the fray. And now it becomes where it's the player's fault for not being able to do certain things or being told this is like, you're developing these players to be the all or nothing players now power is everything and all that stuff that you know what a walk and a base hit eh, it's not so good because now you got to run our base and that can create another out the double play like you get all these conversations that people come up and they try to sound really smart that tell you yeah it's better to just kind of hit a homer it's better to fly out than get a single i've heard people try to make that explanation and every time i hear these people come on and explain that stuff i want to punch the radio smash it rip it out of the dashboard like, you got to be kidding me because it's still it's still about compelling action. That's what you love about a sport. And these rules changes, if anything, these additions, these, these modifications, what they have done is not just speed up the game with the pitch clock, but there's also this element of activity that had been sucked out of the sport that when I was a kid that, you know, 25, 30 years ago was still there. Stealing bases was fun to watch. There yeah. were certain players who would get on base, and you'd have your eyes on first base. Ricky Henderson. Not, oh, man. Vince Coleman, Ricky Henderson. Like, when guys get on base, like, tell me you're a Mets fan. You don't think that when Mookie Wilson was on first, you weren't, like, watching Mookie Wilson. Like, not just watching the batter, but you also were watching first base because you yeah. watch him dance, go, look at him, look at him. He's going to go. Yeah. He's going to get him. And, and that's and exciting. The stre- and the stress on the pitcher oh and the catcher. Oh, my God, yes. To be perfect. And they know it's coming. It's like, uh, it's unstoppable. It's like, Turner, Turner, I like Turner right now, you know, in, in, in the NFL. I mean, in uh, NFL. In, in baseball because he, he gives you that type of excitement. He's able to, to, to move over and, you know, put a lot of pressure. I mean, we, I, I even love watching Syndergaard when a runner on second. <laughs> it's like it's armpit. It's like it's like that uh that 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 uh Old Spice commercial where, where they, they just... talking to a young Ivan Drago. Did you <laughs> did you put on the deodorant? Like, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> now now all right. So let's get let's get two different takes on this, right? We've gotten a lot of calls about it. We'd love to get more at eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six about what what you saw this weekend was sort of an indication, as Bart said. It was about, what was it, two hours and 38 minutes on average these games were going? Mm -hmm. And that is so much more palpable to today's viewer and the next generation who's coming up to watch. So you had that. And you have people that feel like that's not the game I grew up with. And I'm telling you, no, because I'm old enough to tell you that what we've seen the last maybe 10 years, that's not the game I grew up with. 
That game got slower and it got way more boring. And today's what we're seeing now brings activity back. So here's first Tim Kirkshin. He's on ESPN Radio and him feeling like it. Uh, he understands the need for change, but there might have been just too much too soon. This might be a terrible analogy, but this would be like the NBA taking the three-point shot and putting it in, making adjustments to the lane like no zone defense or whatever you want to do, and changing the time on the shot clock from 24 seconds to, say, 18 seconds and doing it all in the same year. That would be an enormous adjustment, and that's what baseball is facing. I kind of disagree with that. That's that's a bit dramatic. You know, like it's it's – I understand. There's no way the shot clock thing makes a difference. Because I think if you watch an NBA game, 24 seconds is perfect. By the time you get it across the court, right, across the timeline, you've only got about 16 left. You get into the play, you're almost at 10 already. Yeah. So it speeds up your offense. There is no walk it up, boring. Four corners. Oh, man, there's none of that. Run through. Like, yeah, this ain't college. There's finality to every possession, and that part matters. All right, Jeff Passan, our other baseball expert, this is from SportsCenter. He's feeling cautiously, cautiously optimistic about these changes. I think Major League Baseball hopes that it is not opening up a Pandora's box here, that there are significant unintended consequences, and that it goes a lot like it did in the minor leagues, where it was tested out fully last year and was a rousing success. But I've spent the last week and a half here in Phoenix talking with players, with managers, with executives. And while they're not skeptical, they are thinking, you know, it's going to take some time to adjust. But that's what spring training is for. And the hope is that by opening day, there are going to be far fewer penalties levied against pitchers and against hitters, remember, both of whom with the pitch clock can be penalized for either not being in the batter's box with eight seconds left or not throwing the ball with the clock hitting zero. All right, Bart, so you as an athlete, 11 years in the NFL, always had to adhere to rules, and I'm sure throughout your career there were things that from one year to another, I Bart, you can't do this now, right? Like, it was always that thing. All the time. How, I mean, how hard is it for an athlete who, oh, well, we grew up, I grew up playing the game the, my whole life this way, and now I've got to change it. How, how difficult is it to make that adjustment? I mean, we've all, we all know the rules, right? The legal contact, no chucking rule. Uh, then the target zone couldn't hit below the knee or try and grab a quarterback inside the pocket after Tom Brady hurt his knee and missed the season. Like, we've always made that adjustment, and it hasn't, it's not hard. You just have to have discipline, and coaches really have to emphasize it. If your coaches aren't on board and hold you accountable, and even when you, you know, make an excuse or, you know, don't say, listen, that's what it is, it ain't going to change. It all depends on how your leadership handles it, right? Get your, get your ass up in the box. Listen, get a pair of gloves that you don't have to restrap every time you <laughs> a pitch comes. Like, we got to stop that because really why are you doing that? You're doing that because you're, you're thinking about something else. Right, because there's no need to restrap. We all know that you don't have to restrap a damn glove to both of them, and you ain't even swing. Yeah, that's your mental reset. That's not right. A, that's it's not a, a, exactly. I need my gloves tighter. So, that's your mental reset. Right. So learn how to find different ways to mentally reset. Right, and that's just what it is, and that's what you know players are going to have to do. And that's what they're struggling with. But that's why I think they should call things even tightly in the in a, in a regular in the preseason because it'll make it seem like they have more time. You know, time is time is relevant, right? Irrelevant, like it's it all it all it, like time can be whatever you need it to be. 
It could be a long time, it could be a short time. 30 seconds could be long or it could be short, depending on how you look at it, right, and depending on how you mentally approach it. So they're going to have to adjust, but every sport has had to adjust. No more than football. Football always adjusts. It's always something, right? Mm-hmm. Moving targets. Can't hit a guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, defenseless receiver. So guys just coming across and jumping in front of you like, man, how do I intimidate this guy from not being emboldened to jump up because you know he can't take a physical punishment? Right. Yeah. Okay. If, if there's any sport that has had more changes in the last yeah. decade, it's football. Look I mean, at last year. So you tell it, they, they're, te- they're telling a 185-pound cornerback that when they block down and pull a 350-pound man, he can't cut his legs out anymore. Nope. He's like, well, well, what the hell am I supposed to do? Get run because, over. Because this, this, <laughs> this is a matter of physics, and all I know is 340 going 10 miles an hour versus 185 going 24 miles an hour, the, the, the Mack truck still wins. <laughs> Every time. Max Scherzer, though, he likes – the pitch clock. I mean, we've been game planning this for basically a year now. We know it's coming. doesn't take a lot to know that when you hold the ball, it really messes up the runner and, and the hitter. So the pitcher has complete control of the situation and dictates the pace now. So, you know, with the ability to also call pitches as well, I can either work extremely quick or extremely slow and then really change the pace of this. It's kind of what you said, Bart, right? It depends, you hit Time is what you make of it. So, all right, I can play slower or faster depending on how I approach it. Now, we all know it's not like he can play super slow. But I see the time. I know how much time I have. I can go all the way to the end, or I can go quickly and force you to be in the box ready to go. And it just speeds up the game, makes the game fast. So he feels like he can control it. What I also like about Scherzer is that something else he worked on this weekend, which I wonder if this will start to become a thing, especially with a lot of the veteran pitchers. The Mets certainly have two of them, two great ones, and him and Verlander, is he had pitch calm on his glove. He was letting the catcher know uh-huh. what he's throwing. So it's no longer you're telling me what the next pitch is and I've got to shake you off. That ain't happening anymore. There is no shake off. We ain't got time for shake offs. So the I best pitchers pitch now do have that opportunity to control. I'll call it, not you. I'll let you know what. We don't have to have a mound visit and go over the next three pitches or the strategy. I will tell you what I'm doing. And you, of course, have to trust. Like, not this isn't for everybody. Like, you're not that, having. Though. Yeah, you know, yeah, Domingo yeah. Herman is not telling anybody what he's throwing, right? <laughs> who, who, who's, who's the best uh, catcher? Who's the guy that was out there? With, uh, is he still there with the uh, Cardinals? Melina? Yeah, Melina. Melina, like, you throw what I tell you to throw. Yeah, I, will certain, punch right. you, I will punch you in the face. Right, there are obvious like uh, <laughs> there's obvious situations here. There, there are a handful probably of veterans who are quality pitchers who will let you know what they're throwing. But I just love the fact that that can happen now because of pitch come. Because, I mean – in the past, and strategy in that. I and love, you can't steal but, signs doing that. Right. You can't do that. Right. You don't have time to process all that information. You ain't got time to look to second, look at your bullpen. You ain't got time to listen to no damn bells. Listen to a bell if you want to. <laughs> no the ball buzzer. coming by you. Ain't no <laughs> damn buzzer. Right. It's exactly. <laughs> like, hold up. Was that left nipple or right chest? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Yeah, you're out. Or or <laughs> is a little left nipple right now. It's like, hold on. And you tell you tell the people out there that's that's buzzing you, like, again, like do it again. I can't hear you. Yeah. Like do it again. Like when somebody try to get the signal and they can't hear, they like late. do it again. Eh, eight minutes, eight seconds. Strike. <laughs> Damn it. Oh man. So still like, like it's just the beginning. Listen, I applaud baseball for this. And I I applaud the fact that they do it in the minors and they test all this stuff. Well, it's just I, smart. I, I, appl- yeah. I I applaud that. Right, and we knew that this. Now all we waiting for is an automatic pitch zone, so we can get some of these horrible umpires. Up Which I here. believe could be coming next year. 
and then baseball will be complete. Because, listen, Altuve and Aaron Judge should not have the same pitch on. Well, I mean, they, they, they technically right. don't. But it does – Yeah, but, now, the, now, I, but again, the I this see is the, the argument. Same. I'll tell you what. I want, I'm wondering how – because you you've, what you just said is interesting because you said baseball would then be complete, right? What you're saying is is that that would make it perfect. Modernized. And there's a lot of people that might say, all right, this is a lot. That would be too much. Because the one thing about baseball that is, I guess, dissimilar to all the other sports is that the home plate umpire, it's the human element, and the fact that the strike zone changes or his attitude towards it, which they say pitcher-friendly, hitter-friendly, like that is a part of the game and is also a part of the adjustments. That's why a, a playoff series changes not just from game to game because of the pitchers, but because of the umpires. Exactly. Different guy behind home plate, different approach. Right, and and, and that is like a that. a variable in the sport that has always been part of it. And while it can be maddening, Angel Hernandez, it can be maddening. It's still a, I guess a a, a drama no. level to the sport that would be immediately taken out. Depending, and on, I don't yeah, know if right. I don't know if enough people would be on board for De- that. Well, depending on who you ask, right? Because listen, a strike is supposed to be a strike. We need a universal strike zone. Right. We don't need it be. Well, you want the absolute? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a yeah. Strike zone. I, it's a strike zone. That's I want to get it right. I want to get it right, just like yeah. they get it right in tennis. Mm-hmm. Right. We we Cyclops, should be right. we should be we should be punished because Angel Hernandez low back hurt and he don't want to bend down. <laughs> right. He don't want he don't want to use his knees. Maybe. He don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And like yo, know, all of a sudden because Aaron Judge said something or or somebody mentioned that he was bad in 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 the um in the media, all of a sudden he holds it against them. And, and, and it's messing with the integrity of the game. Because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about integrity of the game. If a strike is, isn't a strike or a universal strike, then it's subjective. So that means winning and losing is subjective. And I think fans should be able to have a fair level playing field. So if it's something like that, it's so easy for us to know a strike. And also it's going to stop guys from losing money because guys won't be getting thrown out because it's there in black and white. You can't argue it. Right, you can't argue. Like, oh, mm-hmm. nope. And then, then that means the batters in the batter box, they get to go in there. They don't have to have that same attitude thinking that they get a job because you yelled at this guy before or he's throwing you out more often or you think it's something personal because, you know, you take that emo- – you take the not the human element out yeah. because we've seen – like people say, ah, oh, this is right on there. It's not enough to overturn. But what you do is you take the emotional element out from you know humans being humans and you know umpires or you know getting um getting personal, right? Yeah, but and, I'll tell you what, and it keeps it keeps the temperature down too. Still, still something fun about you know. Yeah, it is fun. But you can you can you can you can argue about you know safe of flipping his hat backwards, getting in someone's face, Sparky Anderson, whether it's you, that you, or, you, you, or Aaron st- Aaron Boone, you know, you'll, you'll savages still ha- in the box. You don't get those moments anymore. Yeah, yes, you will. You'll have it when like somebody like runs off the base pass with these big ass pizza box bases, <laughs> or you know you you'll get it, you'll get it when you know somebody you know. You know, they say you didn't reset the clock on uh, my Tag batter or, getting in, right? Okay. So you'll still you'll still get beef. But one thing we don't have to talk about is why Aaron uh, Judge gets this, you know, gets a big ass the low strike. strike. Yes, mm-hmm. low strike, and people are are training themselves to throw the low strike, and it's taking away greatness. Because if you go, you should have to be able to throw it right there and beat him fair and square. And when he lifted off into to Saturn, then you earned it because you know you can't get away with that. Or yeah. and that's and the same goes to me for John Carlos Stanton, like pitching him inside and low, 
right? Because right he's a hands. big guy too. Yep. Right on the hands. Yeah, like, nope. Yeah, yeah, that'd be – yeah, walk me all day. So then that, that means, guess what? Pitchers got to be – have got to have those uh, – what, what do they say, major league – you got no marbles. You got to have marbles because now you got to get them out for real. Yeah. You can't. You, you can't. You can't trick us. It actually might increase offense. It really yes, could that's end what up I'm saying. Offense. And we then, and, and then, what we get is yeah. we get a true indication of who's a great pitcher. Oh yeah, who and who's an the, average who, who pitcher. Paints, right. Who could paint the picture? Right. Versus who might you know just because sometimes we put people in categories they don't belong in because well, the refs help make them superstars. Yeah, we have that, that's a whole other because they because they got an analytic book of how to pitch to a certain player because and how a certain referee is going to call a game. Oh, he'll call it. He'll call the strike inside. He don't care. He's too lazy. His back hurt. He got sciatica. So you mean he, some, he need to go? He need to go to Sandwell. You mean some people know how to work the system to their advantage and make it, it look like they're more successful than they are? Uh-huh. That happens. That yeah, happens in in, in everything. In everything. In everything, huh? It's Work the system us. to your advantage and make it look like you're more successful than you are. It's all around us. What a concept! This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So it's 800-919-3776, of course, is the number. The Knicks and the Celtics tonight at the Garden of Jalen Brown. Knicks have won five in a row. If they win tonight, they move into fifth. They're streaking. Eastern Conference. We're going streaking in the quad. I think I think this. I think I I think they um had the uh, Bernice Burgos like, oh man, we seen your girl here in Center J. Right before the game. I've been mostly not prepared to play basketball, man. So you as a Mets fan, how did you feel when you saw that Manny Machado is probably going to is on the verge of signing a three hundred fifty million dollar deal to stay in uh, San Diego? Yeah, that went quick. All he had to say was, yeah, I think I'm right. leaving. All right, I'm here you go. Here's 11-year extension. Mm-hmm. 11 years. Ooh. 
Because that, that was the best – think about it. That was the best option for the Mets. If he, had complete. Real, if he had opted out, if he had even like kind of pushed with them, like tell you what, you should trade me because I'm not signing here, and then the Mets get aggressive and go after him, that yeah. solves your problem at third base. You have a super yeah. team now. It gives you another bat in that lineup, at least gives you gets you six deep. Yep. And now I, instead I feel, I you go good. back to Escobar, Beatty. Like, I felt good. You're I fine with ex- it. I was excited. That means we, that means we're going to double down on Otani. All in on Otani. Yep. Because because now we it that may, doesn't it, solve third base. Otani can't play third base. Listen, well, he probably could, but he's he hasn't I, yet. I don't need him to play third base. I just need <laughs> I just need to be able to sell Otani to New York. What is sell? You got enough to sell. You need to win. What are you, you talking about? It, you don't, you don't, I, I need to sell it. I'm you don't, not you don't, selling you don't, anything. You don't, you don't I got a whole Otani. third base. What, whatever whatever you spend for Otani. You gonna make back in jersey sales, Otani. But uh, I don't get it. What I'm saying is, but you Ohtani, gotta win now. You spent all this money. You've got to win a World Series. Do, do you think you're gonna win more games with Otani or Manny Machado? I don't know if 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 everybody's hitting it down the third baseline, and I I don't I'm not getting listen, plays, and, and my third baseman can't hit, and isn't producing in the lineup. Listen, what does it listen, matter? Listen, because Otani's gonna produce in the lineup. I'll make. I'll, I'll go. Get, I'll go. I'll go. Get, I, I'll, I'll get a D. You know, that whatever well, Marte, third base Marte I now, find, Marte becomes use, useless. I'll, I'll just go. I'll just go get whatever. I'll just go get whatever defensive third base. We don't need you to do nothing, but just make sure your defense is tight. <laughs> just be a vacuum. Like, yeah, yeah. In the just hot corner. Exactly. Where's just Scott Brocious? Can we get him? Like <laughs> exactly. Just get. Just 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 give me. Just give me. Who's the guy that the uh, Yankees had a couple years ago and they let go before uh, Lemayhu came? It was controversial. I forgot. Who'd they have it? Oh, uh, uh, Todd Frazier? Nah, no, no, hell no. Who are you talking Before about? Before him. Before Todd Frazier? How far back are we going here? All he was was straight defense. But he started hitting. They, ain't th- they didn't know he could hit. Uh, confusing me. Yeah, don't worry Which about it. Which is not new. Yeah, yeah. Chase well, Headley? No, no. Just let, let, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go with the tiny thing. Okay. Let's go I back saw to a red, I saw a red light. I saw a red light. <laughs> Go ahead. Go back to the Otani thing. What, what, oh no, no. Well, well I just talk? believe I just believe that this clears the picture for Otani because you would have had to pick between the two. But now going for Otani, they can find somebody to play third base. I know it's not easy, but they can find a, a good defensive third baseman. But Otani, I just want that superstar in a New York Mets jersey, opposed to a New York Yankees jersey. And I think you know that was solidified that at the time is changed. Oh, you're just you're just playing that game. And just just talk about having another big bat. You're but talking Otani. about Gio Urshela, aren't yeah, you? Urshela, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Urshela, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go dig. Yeah, go, yeah, go, go dig. Urshela. They had to, tra- they, they had to trade him, of course. See, it only takes a while for you to figure out what I'm talking about. But I know you eventually. I know, I know eventually you'll get there. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Urshela. Well, you can thank you can thank Lacto. Lacto yeah. sent me a text. Yeah, go get Urshela. That was that wasn't before Tom would, Frazier, by the way. Would you Would you rather have Urshela and Otani or Machado? I'd rather have Machado. Then Oshella and Otani. I mean, you've honestly Otani. Could you imagine? What, could you imagine? He's your third. He's your third. You? He's your third pitcher. I don't care what he costs me. Cause guess what? I'm gonna make that money up in jersey sales, and I'm gonna have how to have the judges' chambers. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have the. I'm gonna have the. Uh, you what, have what a judges' it? chambers. You're gonna take a judges. You're gonna. No, make I'm saying the, the Mets. No, I'm saying the Mets are going to create something like that. <laughs> right. And it's gonna be a PSL, and, and it's only gonna be like, <laughs> it's going only, it's only the, the the smallest ticket in there gonna be like crazy. the it's gonna be like a PSL. PSL. It's gonna be like the the, the cheapest ticket there is two thousand dollars. 
and they'll make that back. Price all these people out. These diehard yes. Mets fans yes. Yes. who have they, Mets they, fan, they Mets, couldn't listen, wait let me, to get let me back to relevancy. They get an owner that's going to spend, and then you're going to tell them, tell enjoy the game yes. on, on WOR. Let me, let me tell like, you really? something. Let me tell you something. If Mets fans thought they can get Otani and all they cost them was the opportunity to see it live, they would gladly do it. They can put the big old Disagree. screen. They can put the big old screen in the back like they in have. The parking like, lot? That, yeah. And Come have on, people. And, and they, can watch the, they can watch there. And we'll, we'll, right. we'll put a camera on and we'll put them on the big screen, all that. That's but if two, they can right, get Otani. Two takes today that I have to take you out on. All right, and we'll finish this 800-919-377. Mets fans, two, come, come defend Two me. takes that I got to fix. Number one take is that Mets fans would sacrifice being able to afford to go to a game yes. if they can get Shohei Otani. Yes, and what that, we'll do is – That's one take. Your other yep. take was that Giants fans would rather have Mitchell Trubisky at a discount than sign Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones to, to $45 million, to $45 million which, no, by the I'm way, saying, in saying, the quarterback Dayball, market would be about market price. I'm saying Dayball can sell to, hey – I can win with Mitchell Trubisky, That's and we can bad. save $45 million. Let me tell you something. Today, you had some great insight. Those were two. Those were not Those were not your best moments. Well, nobody's perfect. But I guarantee you, Mets fans, defend me. If you, must, if you, if you would sacrifice seeing a game or only Can't being able to go see to once in the building. Or, or only being Cannot able to see a, it one a year. They won't even let you park. It's it's so expensive that you we, couldn't even tailgate. You couldn't we, park and tailgate bro, and watch no, the game no, no, on no, your no, phone. No, no, you'll be able to tailgate. We're gonna put it. We're gonna put a, a two hundred. Uh, a, 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 like we're gonna put a Dallas Cowboy junkyard. Where? No, no, no. Right on the outside of the stadium. We're gonna put it right behind there, and you're gonna be able to watch the games from there and hear the excitement from the inside. You don't know if it's coming from the speaker system or from the inside <laughs> with the cheering. And you got Otani, baby, and not a Met fan, and not Willis a Yankee Point fan. Point refugees. Either. They'll all hang out. That's what they'll call themselves. The Met fans that can't get any. Yes, the refugees. Any, any, any closer than the L. You got to stop there. You don't we'll have to cross the street. We'll call them the Fujis. The Fu- Eight hundred nine one nine, three seven seven six. If we get a metaverse tickets where they can be there, we give them the Oculus. They'll, we'll they'll, they'll the think Oculus they're inside. <laughs> Any seat you want. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I wouldn't care because guess what? I still I'm gonna have a front row to that to that parade down walking down the down the um the how was it Avenue of Champions? Be Whatever the, y'all call it. I never yeah. went there so I didn't know what it was. The Canyon of Heroes. Yeah, exactly. I'll be right. doing all that. Mm-hmm. Yo, that'd be hype, son. And then you Good have name. like a stage. You have live entertainment over there. So it's kind of like it's kind of like. Ask you this. Do the Rangers jump over the Mets and Yankees if they get Patrick Kane by Friday? When I say, remember we made the power rankings of yeah, 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 yeah. The, the teams that can win, will could win the next championship in New York. We had the Mets, Yankees, then the Rangers. Can the Rangers jump uh, over both if they get Patrick Kane? I'm gonna ask you how do you how do you how do you feel about that? Because you're an Islanders fan, right? And I can't do, do anything about it. He but, he wants to play for the Rangers, just like no, I get that. Me, uh, Panarin you, wanted to play for the Rangers. So you can't do anything about it. So That's where he wanted I, to go. So are, are the Islanders not the cool team, or nobody wants to live way out there in Long Island? Well, not nobody, just not not everybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Players, <laughs> players, like man, where I'm gonna live? Oh hell no! Now here's I, the thing, though. Why do the Rangers always have the ability to do what the Knicks could never do? The Rangers went out. They, Tarasenko, they can right. add him. Like they just Panarin, they got they're him. They're cool. They're cool. Like That's they why. just the Rangers find a way to just do what How the Knicks this? should be doing. They get the got, number one pick and then the number two pick. How the hell does that happen to you? I have but a the proposal. Knicks can't get that. I have a proposal. And Damian Take, Lillard goes for seventy-one, and nobody gives yeah. a damn. Man, because he did it I, in Portland. People care about Portland like they care about the Brooklyn Nets. I'll tell you what. How about we take all the people from the front office and with the Rangers and put them in there for the for the Knicks? <laughs> Have Chris Drury run the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like wife swap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, just for one off season, we're gonna... <laughs> yeah, Just wife swap. One year. One year wife swap. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. Imagine that. Remember, like, just remember for Dave, one off remember, season. Remember. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, if I'm Jim Dolan, like, you go in, you're like, I'll tell you what, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> We're just gonna try it this one time. Yeah, gonna have Drury run things over here and yes. see how things go. It reminded me, it reminded <laughs> me of the wife swap with Dave Chappelle. Yeah, when he was like, uh, he was like, yo, hey, young buck, go ahead and uh, go clean yourself up so we can wash the Martin Lawrence. She was like, Todd usually cleans up the dishes afterwards. He's like, well, just so you know, his ass be back the fifteenth. He's like, you better lower your tone, <laughs> like, like because because then you had you have people from the from the Rangers like telling people and you know people that's used to it running the way that the Knicks run it in that in that regime like no, nah, this is different. We don't do it like that, and then telling the players no, we don't we don't coddle our people. This hockey, hockey, we treat our we, you you should be appreciative to be here, you know. Because I feel like a sense of gratitude from hockey players outside of the prima donna sometimes of uh, basketball players, right? Because they're fighting for attention. So I mean, you you got these guys. You talking about low management? You got guys playing with no ACLs and they oh, skate. It's crazy. It's like crazy. how the hell this dude skate? Yeah, I, no, you're no, like, no. like, I didn't think it was physically possible. I mean, they'll, they'll they'll tell you too. It's always like upper body injury. I ain't telling you what it is. Yeah, I'll just come back when I can come back. Like, like they fight to come back. Whereas, <laughs> you know, again, we talk about Lillard. Uh, he he 
he busts he busts an, a rap album on a, on a flight because he got flight. delayed. And then he comes shows up at the arena. And he's like, ah, I can't play tonight. Yeah, I didn't I didn't sleep in my. So, so he can go for seventy one, and, and it's yeah. it's obviously impressive. But yeah. that's the most maddening thing about the NBA is that. But what we got tonight, Bart, is we got the Knicks and the Celtics. We got coverage beginning right here on ninety eight seventy ESPN at seven p.m. And it is a big game. It starts a big week for the Knicks as this is a rivalry week. They've got the Celtics. They've got the Nets on Wednesday. I've got the call on that game. And then they've got the Heat in Miami on Friday and then back Sunday against the Celtics in Boston this time. If they can get, I mean, think about it. If you can get two, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now, split, I'm good. Three and one, they, they might have told us that they are – they are legit and should be a five seed. But if we're here Monday, we'll know. I think we're going to know either way. Monday will tell us what the, is this is the run. Five straight wins. Is this real or fugazi? We're going to see it right now, man. It starts tonight at the Garden. I'm excited about this game. Right. It's going to take some defense. Now, no Jalen Brown for the Celtics. That's a big deal. You take go, one Bernice. big scorer Thank away. Thank you, Bernice. That's so bad. But still, I'm like, this is a big time of year right now for the Knicks. This is a big schedule, big part of the schedule, big tests, and this will let us know. And Nick fans can be fired up about this team. We know they get it doesn't take much to get Nick fans fired up. But tonight is a big night in the building. Try to make it six straight wins and Bart move into the fifth seed in the East. Are you kidding me? I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are too. I'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.